It's time to maximize Facebook marketing for your business. Less the overwhelm. It's the Pin to Top podcast with Anne Christine Peña Redondo. This is the second part of my interview with Marcus Hall, managing director of Brew Interactive, and of course one of my clients. In the first part, you learned about how he made decisions as he closes deals for the digital marketing agency. But now you're going to find out the difference between hiring a digital agency and virtual assistants for your business. I never thought that there's such a thing. He says there is a borderline with that. So what is that? Find out in this episode. And the question that I always ask, how does he keep himself updated with the latest trends, forecasts, and, you know, just being one, two, and three steps ahead of the competition. Well, not only the competition, but the whole industry as well. So here is the second part of the interview. If you have questions or comments about the show, let me know what you think. I'll send it over to Marcus. If you have questions or maybe you want me to interview someone for the future episodes, let me know. Send me a voice message or leave me a comment or a message on my social media. Let me know what you think. And so here it is. So without further ado, Marcus Hall, Pentatop Podcast, Value Bombs. Here we go. You mentioned a while ago that while you're building the iPod accessories e-commerce, you mentioned that you hired five people with you first. So, and now you're, you have a team under the agency. So when do you think should the business owner hire a marketing agency and when should a business owner get a virtual assistant? Is there, do you think it's, there is a borderline? Yes, there is a line. It is a bit fuzzy for everybody, but by and large, you know, one thing I've, I've learned ever since you know we became a father is time managing time is, is so important like for everyone who's listening to this interview who you know has not had kids yet i would say you know you have the luxury of time that a lot of people just do not but this but but then again you know being a parent now i realize i manage my time the up to the minute if i don't then you know I, you one would get easily carried away so when would it would it be important for you to hire an agency or to hire a virtual assistant i guess that the, to, to answer the question is when you realize you cannot manage your own time or you really know that your lack of time or your lack of expertise is either time or expertise or both that you realize mm-hmm. you need. So, mm-hmm. for example, you know, let's say you're a business owner and you're trying to grow your business, for example, then you should speak to a consultant because a consultant like you and would have the expertise and knowledge to help cut a lot of that learning time. Because, you know, if you're a business owner, can you grow the business yourself? For sure you can, right? Mm-hmm. But is it worth your time to grow the business yourself? You know, you still obviously need to put in time to grow in business. It's not mm-hmm. like, you know, I can just hire people forget about it. But you don't have, it cuts a lot of the time, the learning. So let's say if you're operating, I don't know, a retail store, for example, or you run an online business and you know that, okay, look, I need to grow my business so I can grow my income. Mm-hmm. Um, who do I need to talk to? Right? And, and how do I go about doing it? So, you, you know, I can meet with somebody like you and, and you can say, you know, you should consider doing a bit of like 
LinkedIn because maybe because for my line of work, B2B, it makes sense to be more active on LinkedIn. Or maybe if you are running or managing a retail store at a mall where you're depending on traffic, then you also need a song like you say, okay, be more active on Instagram or Facebook and maybe you know what, maybe even TikTok, let's say if you're located near school. So all these are things that one should to think about first. Now, when it comes to VA, VA can do a dozen different things. Recently, I just got uh, my assistant to manage my calendar for me as well. Like any new prospect there, like new potential client that comes to us, I say, yeah, great. You know what? I'll love to get a call with you, but just let me copy Michelle. She manages my calendar for me. And Michelle is doing a great job at, at doing that. So she finds the time in my calendar based on some rules that I've shared for her. And then she finds time in the calendar and then she just schedules the, 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 the appointment. Uh, a VA can do that for you, managing calendar. Uh, what I'm thinking of, you know, a VA or maybe like somebody else to, to manage for me is like, you know, the first pre-sales call. Because, you know, I, I'm, I'm great at, at selling. But when it comes to qualification, you know, standard set of questions that one will ask over here. So where I might need to, I'm thinking of bringing on somebody who can get on initial calls with, with the prospect and then just ask all these basic qualification questions to see if that client is a good fit based on the budget, based on the timeline of when they want to start, all this bunch of different things so that at least I can be sane in building a business from there. Wow. Time and expertise. It's either one or both. Thanks. One or both. Yeah. How do you spot a potential team member of the agency? If the team member of the agency has comes with good expertise, you know, he, it could be, because Brew Directive falls into four service areas, lead gen, content marketing, social media, and uh, marketing automation. So mm-hmm. if you have skill sets in a lead gen, which is media buying, right? If you're, if you're great with like running ads or you're great with, yeah, it's usually like one or four of the other skill sets, unless, you know, you come with like specialized skill set, like, like, if, like, you know, if you're like Marvin, for example, a close buddy, he's good at like, I don't know, almost like three or four, like of, of these different things. But yeah. most people are just good with like one. So if you're good with one, then, you know, we try to work each other on a small test project first where maybe it's like a new client or existing client so we can afford failures for that and and from there you learn because there's no relationship that that or no initial project that you start off that will go off well um, mm-hmm. there will always uh, will go a bit south but the goal is that to, to see how we connect with each other when, when things go south some people when things go south they say you know what ah, maybe this is not the right client for me well Okay, thanks. Bye. Um, some people will just not even respond to your calls. Uh, but it's more the the obvious uh, scenarios. The good scenarios is that all right. Now we've got this thing that's it's bad, it's wrong. All right, let's figure out what we can do. Right? Maybe they bring ideas to you. So that's how we typically do. We work with each other on a small project first. Uh, but by and large, you know, with the agency, most of our hirees are more through word of mouth. Um, I've not put up a single job ad for the agency in at least three years, I think. Not a single job ad out there. It's all through through word of mouth. And that's how we've been, been growing so far. Yeah, I remembered. I was part of that because I remembered Arvin, one of yeah. our for- yeah, one of our former teammates uh, spoke at an event 
And Arvin said, we're, we're looking for social media managers. And one of my friends who was there said, and they're looking for, Arvin's team is looking for a social media manager. And then from there, I underwent the, the boot camp, the, mo- the most elusive boot camp. <laughs> I consider it yeah, one of the toughest yet most challenging yet most rewarding boot camps I've had in my life because I it tested my metals like oh my god if I don't pass this like I, I'm a failure <laughs> it's really tough but when I got in as part of your team it felt seamless because every single challenge in the boot camp that you had you're doing it in the agency. It's just it's just a matter of, okay, you just have to blend in little by little. So that was really, that's what I remember. But yeah, I'm, I'm part of the word of mouth. Okay, so we're, we're wrapping this up. So Marcos, you mentioned that, okay, iPod accessories, sent flyers, didn't work out. So you had to do something about it. And so with that, so you created your book, marketing agencies here and it has thrived over the years so of course one of the things that you need to keep yourself up with is trends and forecasts or maybe what's next for for digital marketing in in the next few years so i asked jomar the same question so how do you keep yourself one two or even three steps forward Get ready to assemble. Wear Your Cape is created for people who are having a hard time marketing themselves, struggling in creating content for themselves or for their clients, has little or no confidence, and worried because of not having clarity. Whether you're a marketer, an aspiring virtual professional, a social media manager, a content marketing strategist, an e-commerce store owner, a Facebook ad specialist, a content writer, or even a brick-and-mortar business owner, you will surely benefit from this half-day event. This might be one of the most valuable social gathering ever assembled in one half-day. Wear Your Cape is happening on May 23, 2020. For more details, visit kickstartyourpurpose.com slash wearyourcape2020 after listening to this episode. See you there, supers! That's a great question. For me, it's a lot of you know paying attention to, to some of the blogs that I read. That's one. So mm-hmm. I feel on... These days, more of like, you know, the few magazines online that one could read for free. So like Adweek, Adage. And I think more importantly, you meet people who tell you they're doing something in digital marketing space. That is, so as you meet them, every time you meet somebody, you always learn something interesting and new about the industry. Mm -hmm. And like, I could tell you stories of how, you know, we wound up being a HubSpot and Salesforce partner. But that's all also like serendipity, you know, like I met them, we felt, okay, this is when we could fit, then we become an agency partner, realized that this whole world of marketing technology that's, that's cool and that's amazing as well. And then, you know, went on to, to, to meet the people again. So meeting people important and that could be this true, again, word of mouth or through friends or through industry events that one might attend. And I think overall learning to be to accept that, you know, I don't know everything um, in, in this space. 
and you rely on you know other people who may know something and you exchange ideas there. So I'd say meeting people would be one way. Uh, reading either through sites or blogs as well would be great. Attending online courses as well, like the most recent online course that I've attended is learning a little bit about Salesforce. Um, that thing is is hectic as hell and, and, and challenging as hell as well. But it's also like what you say about our program, you know, very rewarding at the end of the day once you once you can get through. So I say it's all these three matters like online courses, meeting, and also just meeting people. I think these are the ways that I try to, and, and more importantly, just making sure that you know accepting that you don't know everything and, and being humble because only when you have that kind of mindset you actually go into any of those three things or any of the things that you might do for that matter you realize that you learn from from there so like in about an hour from now i'm meeting some folks client and you know looking forward to to learn what we might be able to do uh with them and learning a little bit more about their business learning about how they managed to build such a great business so far and you know just maybe sharing some ideas of how their business can grow even more with us so mm-hmm. that's how I and i know part of you would be when you go to that client call you would be like i know everything but i need to listen to that potential client so i'm going to bring down whatever i have i'm going to listen to them first because i don't know anything about the mode for them to trust me i need to you know listen to them and let them speak of their concerns right exactly you know at, at the end we are all in the service business right we are all serving our clients and and what serving means is that we are there to enable a better future for other people and that's what you know, at the heart of everything that we do i believe everything that we do should help to enable a better future for the people and, and companies that we serve that's true. One last question for you, Marcus. There are still businesses that still don't cater to digital marketing can do for their business. And it sometimes frustrates me because, like, for instance, I know how digital marketing, particularly social media marketing, can help their business. But somehow, like, they don't subscribe to it yet. So you having talked to many people, many business owners, what can you tell them right now? I would say if you think digital marketing won't work for your business, nine times out of 10, you would be wrong. And I don't mean to be so in your face. But when I say nine times out of 10, there's always one time out of 10 that you would actually be right. And let me first talk about when you would be right. So let's say if you're in a business of um, being in a super niche audience, let's say if you are, uh, I know of a guy who manufactures ice cream cones for for McDonald's. You know, all your little McDonald's ice cream Yeah, cones. yes. Um, so he, he manufactures them uh, in a few countries in, in the world. This is very niche, right? You yeah. give clients through, through just like meeting them um, and... And just you know, having a good relationship with them over the years, and and that's your only business. And maybe you only have like four clients in your entire business, which is mm-hmm. fine. You know, yeah. If you're so niche, then digital marketing or any marketing for that matter, you probably don't need it. You maybe don't even need a salesperson because you just don't have to. I mean, you've yeah. Only have four clients. So I would say that's when digital one time out of ten digital marketing don't apply for you. But the rest, you know, um, why I say nine times out of ten is because everybody's using the computer these days, right? And, and when you use a computer, you don't use it without the internet. It comes together as one. 
Yeah. Uh, when your market is out there on the internet, then you know this is where you use the internet to, to reach out to them. Uh, and when you say it don't work for you, it maybe you've tried it before, and if you tried before, if it doesn't work, maybe the, the strategy that you've you've done didn't really apply. It's just like any marketing effort or sales effort for them. If it doesn't work, um, it's not really the, the sales person. It could be the way, the product, the methodology, thousands of moving pieces that come into this. So I would say, you know, if your prospects are online, which I don't see why not anyway, then you should be on, you should definitely be considering digital marketing. But considering digital marketing is a big space when SEO, SEM, there's using a CRM, there's creating videos, putting it out online, there's social media. I could just go on and I will never stop. It's just about making sure that you use the right tactic for the right method. And if you use the right tactic for the right method, then you know you wound up doing something right. And it goes back to my earlier point, you need to speak to the right people, you need to speak to the consultants who are then able to understand or maybe it's done in the field of work as your business and then you know they'll be able to give you the right ideas to move things forward. And that's what I would, I would strongly suggest for people's owners to, to consider. Marcus, you're a great mentor and you're a great client. You're a great boss. Thank you for doing this and best of luck in everything you do in the future. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. That's a wrap for this week's Pin to Top. Tell us what you think about the show. Send in your rating and comments on your favorite podcast platform now. For questions and suggestions, email pintotop at annchristine.com. That's P-I-N-T-O-T-O-P at annchristine.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day!